and welcome back to the For The One podcast. I'm your host, KK Hooper, and today we are talking about body image. Our episode is titled Ordained Body, and some of y'all heard the title, and that struck a chord in your heart, and it made you gulp and be like, oh no, I don't know if I want to be hearing this. Some of y'all, it has no effect on you. Either way, I invite you to listen for the one. We all know, especially in today's culture and in today's society, lots and lots of people struggle with body image. Males, females, athletes, mothers, dads, sisters, friends, everyone, teenagers in general, people of all different ages, all different sizes. Some people think they're too skinny and they're told that you need to eat more. Some people think they're too big and they're told they shouldn't eat at all. Our society has a huge, huge, huge effect on how we view ourselves. But why? Why why does society get that say in our life? It shouldn't. In fact, God is the only one who can speak on the truth of who we are. Y'all, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. We are God's handiwork. He's handcrafted us, and y'all, that alone should tell us our worth and our beauty because we are made in His image. And society, we give them way too much say. We do. It's true. You know, of all the people who struggle or all the people who don't, have y'all realized how young negative things about ourselves are spoken into us? Let me tell you a few stories. My first recollection of being aware of the size and shape of my body was in the first grade. I remember I was walking to my specials, I think it was maybe PE. I was walking to PE with the boy that I like, and, you know, he asked me, why my stomach looked the way it did. And me, I have, I have a muffin top. And I, was, I wasn't I was too chunky as a kid, but I wasn't tiny. And I was like, oh, no, like, it just it just looks like that. And he was like, oh, like, I thought you made it stick out like that. At the time, I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, oh, yeah, like, it's just how I am. But, of course, that'll have a negative effect on how I would think about myself in the future. In third grade. I remember me and my friends were playing on the playground and one of our, one of my friends, I'll just change the names for anonymity or whatever the word is. She goes, Sally's skinny, I'm medium, and KK, you're big. And ooh, y'all, I was mad. I was so mad and I was hurt that my friend would say that I now know that it was maybe someone in her life projecting that kind of thought into her head. And of course, kids curiously observing that's what she was doing. I don't think she meant it to hurt my feelings, but y'all, it just hurt. It hurt so bad. I remember in fourth grade, uh, we were at a friend's house and there are three of us. They're such good friends of mine and they're both skinny, both very athletic And they were wearing those little spaghetti strap cami tank tops around outside. It was the morning. We had just eaten our breakfast. Like, it was a 
playdates for the night. Best thing ever, right? Well, I just remember standing there and watching them play. I remember noticing, like, they were wearing those tiny little tank tops, skin-tight tank tops, no big deal. And me, I just remember thinking, I can't wear those. Like, I'm not allowed to. I don't look that way. Fourth grade. Y'all, my first recollection, first grade, third grade, and I'm sure something happened in second grade, too. All growing up, I've never looked like my friends. I've always been the one with the most meat on my bones. You know, even my... Even my sisters growing up, I have three sisters and, of course, my mom. We actually all have different body types when it comes to, like, torso length, leg length, height, stuff like that, and how our weight is distributed. And, of course, mine is just distributed more heavily in my thighs and in my stomach. And I've just never looked like the people around me. And I always struggle with this. I remember thinking, man... I'll never know what it's like to be beautiful. I'll never know what it's like to be skinny. I remember one one day, very pivotal time. I remember this so clearly. I was in the sixth grade. Mind you, I'm 11 years old. I just remember I had a horrible day when it came to my confidence and body image. And I was crying to God. I was in the shower and I grabbed my stomach and I said, God, why did you make me like this? I cried to him. I said, Why? Why did you make me ugly? Why'd you make me fat? And I know I'm supposed to be your creation and I know I'm made in your image, but it does not feel like it because right now I don't feel beautiful and I don't think you made me beautiful at all. God, why did you make me like this? 11 years old. 11 years old, I was wondering this. I felt hurt, betrayed that God would make me like this and make everyone else look better than me. And... You know, I went to bed, and the next day I went to school. Y'all, it was only by the power of the Holy Spirit. Multiple times throughout the day, from the morning all the way to the end of the day, someone complimented me, KK, you look so cute today. You look really pretty today, KK. I remember when my friend said it, my sister said it, which is unusual because, you know, normally siblings are the ones to pick on you, but she spoke live. She said, KK, you look so cute. My sister's friend came and told me, Kiki, you look so pretty today. And I asked her, I was like, did she tell you to say that? Like, is she pulling some kind of prank? Did she tell you to say that? And she's like, no, I actually haven't spoken to her at all today. Like, they weren't even in communication. And then after school, I was walking to my mom's classroom in my P.E. sweats. I had been, I was also stinky and gross from P.E., And I was walking down the hallway where I had been in fifth grade the year before. And my teachers go, oh, look at our beautiful middle schooler. Like, how gorgeous you've grown. Man, I can't believe you're in sixth grade now. I miss you kind of thing. And I remember walking in my mom's classroom. And she had a full body mirror and looking at myself. I was in these nasty, stinky, sweaty clothes. And my mascara was underneath my eye and I remember doing that little under eye swipe girls you know how it goes getting that mascara out and I was like man they must really mean it because right now I look horrible right now I you know I'm in gross clothes and my hair's crazy and man and guys I don't know exactly what but all I can tell you is that God was with me that day God 
clothed me that day. He revealed to myself, he revealed to others the beauty that he had made. And I know it is by no mistake that those compliments were given to me the day after I asked him why he had made me the way he did. It was no mistake. And from that point on, I was determined to remember the value that I have in God that he created me to be simply because of the fact that I am his handiwork. Simply because of that fact. You know, now, from then on, I've been able to be content in my body and love it for how it is and to be confident in that. Are there days that, you know, sometimes I pick at myself and wish things were smaller or wish things were distributed differently? Yeah. Yeah. But I still love my body. Anytime, guys, if you ever find yourself picking at yourself in the mirror, give yourself a hug. It works. I know because I do it. Anytime I wish my body may be slightly different or try to change things about it, I go and I wrap my arms around myself and I hug myself for at least 10 seconds. And you know, it's scientifically proven that a hug immediately increases your dopamine. And I just feel much better afterwards. And I remember, like, hmm, I'm made in God's image. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. As it says in Psalms 139, 13 through 14, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. And I know that full well. I know that full well. And yeah, sometimes... Satan still tries to attack me in telling me bad things about myself. But you know what? God just loves me all the more. That's all I can remember. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to want to change something about yourself. If you want to set a goal and achieve it, go for it. If you want to increase your muscle, if you want to decrease the fat you hold in your body, if you want to get bigger, get smaller, get skinnier... If you go about that in a healthy way and know that you're beautiful either way, if you you know feed yourself right and take care of yourself right, by all means, go for it. Do it, but do it well. Do it right. Do it healthy. <laughs> there are too many people who tell skinny little girls to eat another hamburger, and there are too many people who tell big little girls to stop eating at all. So just be mindful if you want to go about changing the way you look, really, really, really be intentional of your thought process with it. You know, and even though I can look at myself and see flaws and hug myself and feel better and that I have confidence in how God made me, I still get hurt sometimes. Y'all, just a couple years ago, years after I made this realization, someone very dearly was helping me try on a dress and it wasn't zipping. They said, maybe you could just lose 10 pounds. Oh, and that hurt me so bad. And I ran away and another friend came in to try and comfort me and said, KK, you don't need to lose 10 pounds. You're beautiful just the way you are. And I said, I know that. Why don't they? Why don't they know that about me? You know, it hurt so, so bad. And I realized it was maybe just a projection of how they thought about themselves onto me. Yet it hurt so bad even though i knew my beauty 
But guys, let me just tell you, it, even if others don't see the beauty in you, how God has handcrafted and designed you, that doesn't mean the beauty isn't there. You know, there was one day I saw myself in the mirror and I realized why God made me the way I did, the way he did. I realized that God had ordained me with the body he'd given me. You know, I can ask, like, why did he give me cellulite and muffin top and thighs that chafe and pale skin that burns? Because I realized maybe he wanted me specifically to show women in my life that struggle with body image how to love your body and appreciate it. Think, all those qualities that I have aren't up to society's standards. And if I, someone who may be average or less than average in society's standards, can show people who are so gorgeous by the way culture defines beauty, this message can be conveyed through me even stronger because of the way my body looks. Because I don't fit society's standards. If God can use me in the way my body is made to tell others how beautiful that they are, like, do it. <laughs> okay, yeah, God, use me. Use me and my body in the way that you made me. Show others how beautiful they are. Y'all, God ordained you with the body that he gave you. You are handcrafted. God did not make a mistake when he made you. He did not. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And in this case, when it comes to how he physically made you, he did not make a mistake. You know, and some of you still may think, okay, okay, okay. That's great for you. I'm so glad you can love yourself the way that you are. But right now, I just don't like myself. I don't like the way I'm made. I hate looking in the mirror. Y'all, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, it's in the context of talking about sexuality, but it's talking about your body in general, too. It can be applied to this. It says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Guys, your bodies are temples. You are a masterpiece in Christ's image, and you should be treated as such. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Don't let anyone tell you any less than. Don't let yourself think any different or let yourself not feed you and or feed you more than you should, less than you should because of thinking you're not worthy that you don't deserve to eat, or that you have to eat more. Do you not know your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Treat them as such. Honor God with your bodies. And I'm not saying it'll be an instant change of heart. It takes time. Honestly, it takes healing from any hurt or trauma you may have experienced in that. But I speak this truth, this life into you, in hopes that you may realize your true worth and how beautiful you are. But on a larger scale, I encourage y'all to be aware of how you speak about yourselves. Others are listening. Others can see how you treat yourself, how you feed yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you talk about yourself. Be conscious of what you say to others and speak life into them. Because when you speak life into them, you're speaking life into yourself. Be conscious of this because we are all beautiful. 
We are all beautiful made in his image. For the one who's listening, next time you don't like the way your body looks, remember who made it. Give yourself a hug. Y'all, I'm telling you, I do it. It makes me feel so much better. may not solve all the problems, but it will remind you who made you. Know that you are a handcrafted masterpiece and should be treated as such. For the one who needs to hear it, for the one who's listening, you are loved. I love you. Jesus loves you. God bless. Hey, y'all. Thanks again for listening to the For The One Podcast. Remember to follow along on our Instagram at ForTheOnePodcast underscore. And go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on your listening platform. Feel free to leave comments as I'd love to hear what you have to say. Thanks again for listening. Peace out.